Get fucking booster, everybody. I got a booster and I'm fine. My wife didn't get a booster. Guess what? Sick as a goddamn dog. So get a booster, everyone. I don't know what you're waiting for. Hey, Michigan, I see you out there. Get boosted. Idaho, get your ass boosted. Florida, whatever. But Texas, get boosted. God damn it. California, get out of Dodger Stadium. Get boosted. All the other states also get boosted. Listen, one of the best things about getting a booster shot is that you can say I'm boosted. And now on with the show. Since you're here, do you want to say hi to America? Hello, America. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> you said it. Holy hell. I told you she was real. <laughs> Joke's on you. That's not my wife. That's my maid. Thank you, Consuela. Oh, my God. You're going to get in some Joe Rogan trouble for that. I know. I know. He's doing fine. I don't know. White men have been oppressed for too long in this country. That's what I'm talking about. You are... <laughs> Speaking of my language, <laughs> I had something I wanted to say about Joe Rogan on here, but now, oh, that's what it was. I was going to be like, um, I don't remember what it was going to be. It was something about the N word. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. You guys go ahead and figure out your own Joe Rogan joke. Insert it here as if Andrew said it. And then, oh, that's what it is. He apologized yes. for saying the N word. Yes. And everyone was like, okay, it's cool. So, like, could we have all just been saying the N word this whole time? I think. Here's the thing. I think that one, people are giving him credit. And maybe this is one of those things of like, it's not so much him. It's just how thirsty we are for something refreshing like this, where he did something wrong. And then he just went out and said, hey, I did something wrong. And I'm really sorry about that. Like, maybe that's all it was. And because that's the thing is that after the after the Spotify thing, I actually did go back and watch his um his apology, the one that he put on, on Instagram. Cause a lot of people were coming out and like, good on you, Joe Rogan. Like, yeah. I understand what you're saying. And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, actually good on you, Joe Rogan. Like people are attacking you and you came out and you were like, Hey, listen, that wasn't what I intended to do. And uh, if that's what you thought I was doing, then I'm sorry. And maybe I should do better. And I was like, okay, good on you. He sure did use the phrase out of context a lot for an apology, though. For the uh, when he was talking about the Spotify controversy? Yeah, when he's talking about it, he kept saying like, uh, you know, it's out of context. They took all this stuff out of context. And I think a lot of people's complaints were that there isn't really an appropriate context. Like, there really wasn't anything he could have said that was like, no, you guys, <laughs> hey, buddy. He's got some thoughts on Joe Rogan. <laughs> I he's, bet. I, this has been Every day with him is just like, ugh, ad nauseum. But he was bald not too long ago. That's true. Uh, he probably looked a lot like Joe Rogan. That's true. But yeah, I, I was just saying that like the, I don't, I don't know that Joe Rogan could have come out and been like, no, 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 you guys don't understand. Right. Go back and watch the video. I was, uh, I was having a stroke. Right. <laughs> I right. That would have been like the only, <laughs> like if he's like, I have a doctor. They wrote me a note saying, like, I had a stroke that day. Right. <laughs> Those right, weren't right. words. That was Satan speaking through me or right. whatever it well, was. Well, I also like, think it's funny. How did I know that we were going to end up talking about this? Because we were we're a we're a podcast. This is about podcasts and about our freedom to say horrible things. Damn it. Or to just bring other people onto the show to say them for us. <laughs> I will say this. And again, I'm not certainly not defending Joe Rogan. That's not like what I'm setting out to do. But like I said, I did watch his apology and I was like, okay, I understand what he's, what he's saying. Yeah, I yeah. still don't agree 
I will say, as far as apologies go, of the apologies that we have heard for this sort of thing, yes. it's a low bar, but he's at the top of it. Right. And I think that's the takeaway that people should be taking from this is like, it's not hard when people are talking about cancel culture and, and things like that. Man, I don't know what's going on there. You can take that out or put it in. I don't care. Put it in extra. That's what she said. Yeah. I think. When we, you know, whenever people talk about cancel culture on either side of like, it's too aggressive or you can't say anything anymore or anything like that, or people are like, no, let's cancel these motherfuckers or whatever. I'm like, it's not that hard. Everyone are going to make mistakes and no one's going to get it right all the time. But then when something like this happens, do like Joe Rogan did, just come out and be like, hey, this wasn't what I meant to do. I'm really sorry. And I will try and do better. Like, that's it. That's the bar. That's all it is. I don't agree. Yeah, but then you actually have to try to do better. <laughs> right. And it, John Stewart came out with something that I actually found interesting and agreed with as well, where he was like, listen, here's the thing about Joe Rogan. He goes, I don't actively believe that he's trying to put out misinformation. I think he is honest to God what he says he is. He's a guy who does a podcast and he's inviting people over to have a conversation. And he's like, oh, let's have some people who like have a different opinion. And that's fine. Like, and he's also said, he also, Stuart also said, like, there are certain instances where I could watch a video of Joe Rogan hearing or saying a fact and then someone disagreeing with him. And he looked it up on the internet and he was like, oh shit, I'm wrong. All right, I'm wrong. And he's like, this is a guy who is just like all of us trying to kind of find information. And he's like, if, we're putting this much energy into Joe Rogan. Basically he was saying we should put this energy somewhere else because there are people instead of Joe Rogan, who is just trying to figure stuff out like everybody else who are actively trying to put out misinformation like an Alex Jones or like a Tucker Carlson who know the facts and just put out bullshit anyway. So Tucker Carlson, I'll give you, but Alex Jones, no one really watches or listens to anymore. That's the main problem is that like the damage that is being done is the same type of damage that would come from an Alex Jones or a Tucker Carlson. I think one of the reasons why we are putting a lot of effort into Joe Rogan is because he does seem like a guy. Tucker Carlson's not going to change his mind. Alex Jones isn't going to change his mind. Joe Rogan, as you said, does sway his opinion from time to time with new information. So I think that's part of the reason as well. But I think what you're saying is work on trying to change Joe Rogan's right, mind. Right, not and cancel John, him. And Exactly. And what John Stewart is saying, and I agree with this, is like, instead of getting after Joe Rogan, and you're right, like not a lot of people watch Alex Jones anymore, but he is a type of person who is like, I know what the truth is, and I vehemently right. put out misinformation. Don't anyway. listen to doctors, listen to me. Right, exactly. And Tucker Carlson is another. And it's like, let's cancel those guys. Let's get rid of them. Because he also said it's systemic. When you get rid of those guys, then the people like Joe Rogan who have an influence but are just kind of coming at this in a more open forum have more space and have the ability to like have other people on with other opinions that would have him put out the right information. And then, you know, then a video came out with him saying the N word a couple of times. So uh, I should say a couple, a lot of times. <laughs> I was going to say they, they took off 70 of his episodes. Yeah. 70. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that's a, that's an impressive roster. <laughs> You got to give it up for that. I mean, we also yeah. have to acknowledge as well that, like, we are the last people to be deciding whether or not his apology absolutely is uh, worthy 100%. of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, again, this is not me. I, I cannot be able to say this enough. 
Well, okay. We'll give you some time at the end of the episode, writer. Okay. If you let him on 70 of our episodes are going to get cut and that's all of them. That's true. I know. Yeah. That's pretty much it. They cut all these. And he even came out when it, when this came out and he was like, Jesus Christ, even I look at this and I'm like, God damn, that's, that's terrible. Like I, that is a lot, but they also remember you are cutting like 12 years or something. Yeah. 12 years of stuff into like a seven minute video or something. I'm not excusing the use of that word by any means whatsoever. I will say, you know, his apology for anyone who hasn't seen it definitely has some, there are moments where I like go to say a retort and then he follows up with his own retort, which is like on my side, which is right. Like there's one part where he's like, I wouldn't say, I never meant to say that to be racist because I'm not racist. And I was ready to be like, that's not up to you to decide. Like there are people who are accidentally racist all the time. And then he follows it up with but anytime you're put in a position where you have to explain to someone that you're not racist you have fucked up and i'm like i appreciate that okay and this is what i'm saying again i'm not excusing what joe rogan says but i think something we should all take from this that is important is like give a person a chance to do better he screwed up but also then he came out and he said hey guess what i screwed up and i and i have to do better and also then give him the time to do better. Like he's fallible. He's not going to get it perfect every time. Again, I'm not defending what he said on his podcast. And I'm certainly not. You know what? I will. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. But and I've said this about us, too. We're not journalists. Podcasters are not journalists. He's not a journalist. He's having a person on. And yes, he does have influence. But he like you can't. I, I, you know, again, he's a person who's just like, I want to invite someone over to my home and have a conversation. And this person has said something that intrigues me. And like you said, should he have more people on, on the other side and maybe put those episodes closer together? Or maybe yes. put the same people in the same, or the those same alternate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. There's, there are ways to do this and we have to, but we also have to now give the time and the space to like allow him to do that and don't and don't I don't like, have to do anything you're not yeah, the boss true. of me that's true and and you don't and I think it works really well for you I do think that there is look if you want to invite people over to your house sit in your living room and have a chat right you can do that all day long off, uh, off mic but yeah. it's yeah exactly as soon as yeah. you put a microphone on someone and then like stick them in front of a hundred, I don't know how what his following is a hundred million people something it's, like that it's something close to what ours is yeah it's something around <laughs> But then there's a responsibility. Right. I think. Oh, I agree. And I, the fact that he look, if this was his first year podcasting as well, yeah. I think it'd be a little more lenient. But like yeah. he's been doing this for so long. He can't ha- he can't know at this point that, that there's a responsibility. Oh, yeah. yeah. I 100 percent agree with you on that. I'm just saying, you know, again, like people want to I think people sometimes and they'll, they'll do this on the other side, on the left with like a Mark Maron or something like that, where they're like. You know, you didn't you didn't ask this person the hard hitting questions. And he's like, oh, podcast like the guy's coming over to my garage, just trying to talk to the person and fill an hour of time to, with a conversation. Like, it's oh, yeah, not- I, I, you were talking about John Stewart earlier. I remember when he went on Crossfire with Tucker Carlson and just smoked him out of the water. And one of the things he kept saying was, I'm not a newsman. I'm a comedian. Yes, my lead in are puppets. <laughs> yeah. With phone calls. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm not, you know, he went, John Stewart went through that. And I think maybe that's why he's able to come out and say this is he's like, I went through this for what? I don't even know, like 11, 12 years or something when I was on the daily show is people got on me for having a presidential nominee on. My first question is how are you doing? And they're like, Oh, you're playing softball with him. And he's like, I'm a comedian. 
He's like, 12 years ago, I was playing yuck yucks at the back of a Chinese restaurant. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? I'm not on ABC or NBC or CNN. I'm a comedian. I'm, uh, and I kind of feel the same way of like, and again, I, I feel the same way about us or with Joe Rogan or Mark Barron. I'm like, we're podcasters. Uh, we're not, it's not the same format. Yes, you have people who are listening. And so you do have an influence. And I do think you need to be conscious of that. But at the core of this are people just having conversations. They're not, you know, it's not meant to be, I don't want to say fact-checked because, but at the same time, like go in with a grain of salt. It's not meant to be fact-checked, but that does not mean whether or not it should be. Yes, that's true. But also don't take this as dogma. Like do your own research. If you hear someone on the Joe Rogan experience and you're like, that sounds fucking weird. <laughs> Maybe do a Google search about it. Follow up. And, and actually, I would say on the flip side of that, if you hear something that doesn't sound fucking weird. Right. And sounds like totally normal and you agree with it. Right. Do a Google search about Still it. Bills follow it up. Yeah. I, John Green, I think, has one of my favorite quotes. And I'm going to have to paraphrase it now because I don't have it memorized. But it's something like, I'm skeptical of everything, especially if it contributes to my well-being right and see here's the thing andrew just paraphrased that and if you're like hmm, i don't know if that's what he said you know what you should do just do a google search about it and find out what the actual quote is that's how i found it i actually exactly. i heard it on a podcast and then i put it on fa- on my facebook right. i did that by googling yes it's and that's all free it it's all it takes it's so easy it's so easy Fucking hell. I had half an ice cream cake uh, for wait, dinner last You're going to hate me right now. I did not hit record until just this moment. Oh, my God. You son of a bitch. Well, that's up to you if you want to put that entire thing in the podcast or not. <laughs> I will. I'm going to put it in through Zoom and apologies to everyone. I'll tell you what. It did hit it at the right moment because you just started a new conversation. I did. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. I for dinner last night, I had half an ice cream cake. Just half. Well, Melinda had to have something to eat. That's true. That's that was big of you. Thank you. It was very big of me. Uh, Yeah, it was. that's why I was late. I was plugging the toilet. I was cl- uh, uh, plunging the toilet every Tuesday. No, it no, seems. you were plugging the toilet, <laughs> plugging away at it. I mean, yeah. I plugged it earlier this morning, right? And that's why you had to plunge. And it. then I was plunging it. Unfortunately, Excellent. so like this, this is a weekly occurrence. It is. It's it's part of my routine now. That's why I was late. I didn't put room for plunging the. To- I I need to start adding that to my schedule. I guess you really should yeah. build that in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to bother ask why you had half a ice cream cake for dinner last night because down that path lies madness no but i'm gonna tell you anyway what kind of no 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 all right my i do have questions about the because there is a there is a valid reason i don't care and it's not just because i'm a fat ass well that's the only valid reason i could think of no i'm te- there's another that's what i'm trying to say okay. there's another well one. first of all all right t- tell me the reason it was for charity <laughs> 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 we raised a lot of money for diabetes. <laughs> it was Melinda's birthday uh, oh, okay. on uh, on Sunday, so we we got it for that, and we each had like a small slice, and then we put the rest in the freezer, and then we had to go grocery shopping, and then when we got back, we didn't have enough room for the groceries, so we just had to eat the cake. That makes sense. We've all been there before. Yes, absolutely. But let's get into the good stuff. What kind of cake? I know it was ice cream, but like describe it. 
<laughs> this is succulent. <laughs> Describe it. Uh, Describe it. I, Take me through each bite. <laughs> actually, Melinda's favorite, I, I believe, is uh, mint chocolate Bungie chip. the whale. No, oh, I, okay. I, I have never had that. And someone, one I of our listeners, either. one of our listeners was just like, oh, I bet you guys have access to that because it's on the East Coast, which I didn't realize it's an East Coast thing. I didn't think. Car- yeah, I guess Carvel is. A, I have no idea. But I, I've never made. I guess I need to try it. Maybe I'll have that for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and then wedge that sandwich inside of more ice cream. I'm assuming that the sandwich you're eating is an ice cream sandwich in this case. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. What the fuck are we doing today? You know, funny you should mention things we've never had before, because this week is actually get the internet to yell at you week here on the media lunch break. <laughs> because we you came up with a brilliant idea a couple of weeks ago for a subject, and I, I really like this, and so we're, we're going to do it this week. We're going to talk about some movies. You know, Andrew, we watch a lot of stuff. We see a lot of stuff. You Too know? much. Too much stuff, some would say. Not me. I would. But you would. Yeah. And my wife would. And my therapist would. <laughs> but not me. But you can't see it all, Andrew. You can't see everything. And sometimes... Sometimes things fall through the cracks. Sometimes things fall through the cracks that you would think that a person would see that, would you know, it'd be natural for everyone to have seen it. And sometimes somebody didn't see it. You know, you know what I'm saying? I do. You ever been in that case? Yeah. Yeah. You can. I'm usually the guy on the other side going, what do you mean you haven't seen Debbie does Dallas? And basically that's going to be this entire episode. At least that's the goal. We're going to talk about some movies that we are going to confess to the world that we your intrepid hosts. You said intrepid hose. Your experts on all things nerd and pop culture. The, I would say the Joe Rogan of entertainment podcasts. Have, uh, we're going to talk about some things that we have not actually seen. We're going to come clean and lay bare our dirty, dirty sins. <laughs> and we'll also talk about some movies in there yeah, as well. Right. <laughs> so I have a list that I've cultivated... From a number of sources. And by number of sources, I mean, I came up with some movies I realized I had never seen. And then I talked to Sarah and she came (laughs) up with a different sort of category of things. Oh, that's funny. I did a lot of research on this. I I used that free uh, resource that we all have access to that we were just talking about, Microfish. And I ask Jeez. (laughs) Yay, we did a similar joke. End of podcast. I looked up a bunch of different, like, top 100 most popular films I lists. I thought about doing that, and then I looked at the list I had already cultivated, and I was like, that's a lot of things that I'm embarrassed about already. So. Do you know how many you have? Like, is it too many to count quickly? I have six. You could kind of extend that to, like, 18, because some of them are, like, franchises. So, so like, multiple movies, things like that. But I have, like, about six or seven Specifically, how many do you have? About 112 as per usual? I have two pages. Okay, of course. All right. And and of course, I'm going to get done with my seven. And then you're going to be like, no, we have to do all of mine. 
And then we're going to go on to the reading assignment. I don't know, man, because there's so many that I'm like, there are a lot that I could say. And I'd be like, I don't know if this is a big one. And you'd be like, no, it's huge. How how about this? What we're going to do is we'll start going. And every time you look at the page, just the first thing that you see is the thing that you blurt out. See, I was going to say, how about I start listing them fairly quickly and you just stop me when one seems like a big deal? Yeah, let's do that. And then uh, I'll stop you on one and then we'll pick up and you can start listing yours quickly again when we get back to you. All right. There's a couple big ones at the beginning. Okay, here we go. Titanic. Stop. <laughs> actually, I was going to do that no matter what you said. But really? <laughs> I you've never seen, I, 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 for you, I'm actually not surprised that you that you have not seen Titanic. Though. We owned it. I had both VHS tapes. When I was a kid. Well, it only comes in two. It doesn't. It didn't come in a single. VHS. No, I know. I'm just saying. We. I. I had. I was. I was saying. I was proving to the world that we had it on VHS because you, because someone who doesn't someone who doesn't know that if I had said, oh yeah, we had the one VHS tape it came out on, someone would be like, you're a fucking liar. It, no, someone else would be like, what's a VHS? <laughs> I had it on eight track, just like everyone else. Now, have you never seen a single frame of this thing? Or I mean, other than like the clips on TV. But no, no. I mean, I know there's the there's the scene with the hand on the window, and then there's the oh, we we replicated a scene from it at your son's birthday we party. We did. There's a photo but of I, that. Did you? I hated Leonardo DiCaprio. Hated him, and my mind was not changed for a very long time. Even I saw The Departed, and I was like, no, he's still bad. And like, uh, I think Django was the first one that I was like, wow, he's good in this. I, here, I'll, I'll give you a confession as well that I've never said about Titanic. I remember when I was a kid, I was walking around the mall and I saw a poster for Titanic. And this was before the movie came out. I looked at the poster and I thought to myself, wow, it's a movie about the Titanic. Everyone will already know the ending of the movie. Oh. There's no way that movie is going to be a you success. You were old. <laughs> I was so Wrong on that. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like the, one of the things I n- have never confessed that out loud because I'm like, I was the, you cannot be more wrong. I had never that. heard of the Titanic. Really? At the time. I mean, I was I don't I don't know how old. Do you know what year it came out? Uh, 90. I think it was 97. Then I would have been 10. So I would have been 13. Yeah. My kid is a, Everson has already heard of the Titanic. Because some kid told him at school, and now he talks about it. Sure, that may be in part because the biggest movie of all time for, like, 15 years was a movie called Titanic. I mean... Let's move on, because I've got so many more. Yes. All right, so I'm good. You know what? That's not... I wonder if you're going to stop me on this next one. This next one is a big one. Okay. The Usual Suspects. I'm going to say... No, you know what? I wasn't going to stop you on that one. But it's a good movie. I'm not surprised that you've not seen it. But keep going. Keep going. I own it. Of course you do. <laughs> I own half of these. Citizen Kane. Nah, that's fine. Schindler's List. Uh, okay. Godfather 2. That one I can understand. American Psycho. That one I definitely can understand. Ben-Hur. I've never seen Ben-Hur. Ben-Him too, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, oh, Saving Private Ryan. Ooh, wait, I'm going to bump on that one a little bit. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll but circle you know back. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. I, I, I feel like that's one that I'm going to get to that we're going to be like, stop. All right. Keep going. Go. <laughs> Braveheart. Yeah. Keep going. Go, go, go. Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, 300. The Ten Commandments. 
Amelie, I think is how you pronounce it. <laughs> no one's seen that. Everyone just owns the DVD and keeps it on their shelf. That's so funny because every time I bring it up to people, they're like, what? Are they women? No, not usually. Because every woman I've ever met has that on their shelf. Mm. I've never seen it. I've never seen anyone watch it. But every woman in college or immediately after college, I went into an apartment and it, and that DVD was on their shelf. Oh, I just thought of one to add to this list. 500 Days of Summer. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't it's know. It's not on my like list. One anyway. Yeah. Brokeback Mountain. You've never seen Brokeback Mountain? Nope. Really? <laughs> We've made it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I hated Heath Ledger as well. Uh, I saw him. Oh, my gosh. Is there anyone you don't hate? Yeah. There's lots of actors. I, those actors that I like, I've seen their movies. Heath Ledger was one that, like, I'd seen a few of his early stuff, and I was like, it's not very good. And then when he got cast as Bat- as, as Batman, as the Joker, yeah. I was one of those people who was like, oh, this is going to tank. It's going to be so bad, because I didn't like him and stuff. Uh-huh. So, no, I skipped it, and I didn't know who Jake Gyllenhaal was. My gosh. What are you, living under a rock? Jake Gyllenhaal, one of the prettiest people ever in the world? And Heath Ledger. There's, that's the other. That's the real reason. I was too afraid. That movie seems too pretty. Jake Gyllenhaal, America's boyfriend himself, Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Swift album subject, Jake Gyllenhaal? He seems like someone I would really like to be friends with. Have you seen him in the Sack Lunch Gang? No. Oh, my God. Do you know what, what that is? is? Uh, oh, wait. Add is it this to your the, list. Is this the, um, this the, John, is the Mulaney. John Mulaney thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard he's really good on that. He's so fucking funny in it. All right. Moving on. Lost in Translation. That's fine. Keep going. Arrival. Uh, train Spotting. Here's a big one. Inglorious Bastards. You Wait. Hold on. <laughs> That sounds like, and this is not that big of a movie as far as like, you know, making it on top 10 lists or anything, but as far as the type of movies that we watch. Right. I've seen nearly every other Tarantino film. I, th- I think maybe all of them. And you haven't seen Inglorious Bastards? Yep. How is that possible? Uh, I think when it came out, I was in college, I think, and I was uh, Drunk. very, very busy at the time. <laughs> I didn't drink in college. Neither did I. You wouldn't know that from grad school. No. <laughs> it's the only way we could keep from killing ourselves. That's true. So I, it was very, I think I was very busy at the time. I think it might have been like exam week or something. And I just never got around to seeing it. All my friends said it was really good. Because it was only in for one week. Well, you know why I wanted to see it really badly? Why? Mike Myers. He's only in it for one scene. Oh, never mind then. Let's move on. I'm not watching that shit. No, yeah, that's, I, I, I think but there was other stuff. you hate Nazis. <laughs> No, I know like I do. You've made your your stance on Nazis very clear on this podcast. I have, yes. And they they're kind of with you on their opinion of Nazis is kind of the same as as yours on Nazis. Yeah, skin them. Yeah, I need fifty Nazi scalps or some, whatever right. he says in that or movie or whatever the hell he and, says. And it's got what's his face exactly German guy Christoph Waltz. Oh right, <laughs> I was just gonna leave it at what's his face. Yeah, what's his face? Just talking about. But that was his big breakout role, right? That was that, yeah. Like, that was his. He won an Oscar for that. People are always like, "Oh, what's it like to be famous overnight?" And he was like, "Well, I feel like it took forty years because I've been working that long." Yeah, because I'm a famous German actor, and you just have never heard of me. But I'm a huge star. Oh, here we go. There are going to be some very famous, more recent ones coming up. Okay, here we go. Moonlight, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that. Whiplash. That's a great movie, but I'm not surprised about that either. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I've never seen that one, so that's okay. Interstellar. Yeah, you can skip that one. 
Parasite. Uh, you could skip that one, although... You, that one I you might end to, up seeing on You my own. tend to hate the Oscars so much because you're like, the Oscars are racist. And I was like, it literally won Best Picture. I know. Well, that, again, that's, that's one that I may end up seeing director. for that very reason. Like, they, were, right. they couldn't subdue that one. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it was so good. Right. And it was like that. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Oh, yeah, this is one we've talked about on the show. Stand by me. That's a classic. Knowing you, I'm not surprised that you haven't seen it, though. You should. Everyone should. Thelma and Louise. I've only seen like half of that movie. The Deer Hunter. This is a long list of things you haven't seen. I told you two pages. I think uh, maybe it's a shorter list for you to just name the movies you have seen. And We're then almost we'll- done. <laughs> Wait, we're almost done? Yeah. What kind of font are you using on those two pages? <laughs> well, it's it's like return, return. Oh, okay. Paste, return, return. Oh, paste. okay. So, so I can like, keep it. So I can keep it in, in check. You're like, also, I type this in wingdings, so I can only make out every fourth. <laughs> I think this is one you might bump on. This is a, yeah. this is a big one. All right, hit this up. Boogie Nights. I'm not. I'm not so much bumping on this, but. You should watch it. It's good. I like that one. I don't I think like you're going to care about the rest of this, but I'm going to roll through it anyway. Yeah, Moulin Rouge. It. What's that? Moulin Rouge. Okay. I thought you said something else for a second. I was like, it's pronounced Moulin. I was like, <laughs> I thought you said roll on Rouge. And yeah, I was like, I haven't what seen the, the new Moulin, but I don't think that's one of them. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It's a classic. Anything by David Lynch. Those are rough to get through. Yeah. That's that's tough. That's tough. Chinatown. Seen Chinatown one time. Yeah. And then uh, these are two that are specific to me, okay. which are because uh, other people, you might be like, yeah, whatever, who cares? But the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Really? And Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. Wait, hold on. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. What? Wait, you how? know, I haven't seen Batman versus Superman. We've no, talked about it. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show. It's the only one I haven't seen. And we keep talking about how we're going to do an episode, maybe like commentary or something where I haven't seen it and you have and we'll just watch it together or something. That's that movie. That's the movie we've been talking about this whole time. <laughs> if you would put down the sauce for 10 seconds, I will never. <laughs> have you seen Batman 89? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen all the old okay. Batman movies. Didn't we? Ta- I, that's the movie I thought we were talking about. Oh. I thought you were saying that you had never seen Batman 89. And I was like, what no, I loved you? it. I was raised on that. It was like the only superhero film we had on VHS when I was like, like one that I hadn't been like, oh, I want that. It was like already in our shelf and I watched it all the time. And yet you never put that down and picked up Titanic. First of all, if it's long enough to be on two VHS tapes. Hold on. If I, by the way, in the background, you're going to hear a ball rolling because writers decided. Right let's before get this ball rolling. Oh, <laughs> well done. Thank well you. Well treatable. If you don't, don't do this. If you have to put your movie, if your movie's long enough to put it on two VHS tapes, I'm just going to watch Batman twice. <laughs> I like that policy. That's actually a good policy. And those are mine. Those are yours. All right. Okay. I've got some right here. Like I said, I've got a few. I yeah. He's shocked that you haven't seen Batman v Superman as well. <laughs> He's not alone. All right, we don't. Right. We don't need to say things we can't take back. Okay. And if you could just stop saying the N-word, I know it's difficult. Oh, there, Joe Rogan Jr. Calm it down. I know. Oh, my God. Joe Rogan's initials are junior. They are. <gasps> it's a sign. I don't know for what. It's a sign with the N-word written on it. Oh, no. We took What are your it movies? There. I'm ready. What's your, what's your movies? I'm going to write them down. Write down my movies? Yeah, yeah. So I can pick because we're picking them for each other, right? Are we going to pick like two? Oh, right, right, right. 
man, you just named a lot. I can send the list to you as well, like right now, if you want. We'll put a pin in that. All right. I have some ideas about the next subject episode that, that All right. we'll, we'll put a pin in this. So this is just us talking about it and then doing nothing. Who the hell knows what any of this is anyway? <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Okay, great. All right. This is my first one. I feel like if you don't bump on this, then the internet will. Ready? I have never seen Goonies. Wow. I've never I you've seen some of it. Certainly I've seen because they always put someone always put it on when we were on. kids. Yeah, it's always on. Yeah. I could turn on the television, right? I don't even have cable <laughs> and it'll just come on. <laughs> but it always comes on with the part with the big ship or uh, something. Yeah. And I've, I've never just sat down and watched yeah, yeah, it. It's pretty good. And I don't. That's your stand by me. It's hard for me to admit that because, like I said, the Internet is breaking right now. Yeah. That I have a podcast about nerds and nerd culture and I've never seen Goonies. so many famous people before they were uh, famous. So many famous yeah. people. All of them famous. Some of them Josh went on Brolin, to be in the most fa- most successful movies of all time. Sean Astin. Sean Astin is in it. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. This is insanity. I don't. Mm. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, you should be. I'm embarrassed for me, Internet. Well, you're, okay, you're don't. embarrassed for that's just called embarrassment. I know. <laughs> to be embarrassed for yourself is just embarrassment. Well, now I'm embarrassed about that. You can just so say I'm saying, embarrassed. No, no, because they're saying they're embarrassed for me, and I'm saying I'm embarrassed for me too. If it's about yourself, you don't have to clarify who you're embarrassed for. I understand that, but what I'm saying is I'm embarrassed for me. Okay, got it. What's your other name? Your next one. <laughs> So my uh, we've talked about uh, we can breeze through this one because we've talked about it before. But Blues Brothers, I've never oh, seen yeah. Blues Brothers. And I don't I want you to see it to, until we're going to do a commentary. I know, on we it have it. And now I've held off on it because now we're going to do a thing about it. All right. Apparently, this is a big one. I might have to call Sarah in before she leaves, because apparently this is a big one that I found that Sarah was like, I can't believe you've never seen this. I've never seen the movie. Can't buy me love. Apparently, this is a big deal of some for some reason. But. You don't even know what this movie is. Is that a right? Beatles song? Sarah, sh- no, it is a Beatles song. But it's not a Beatles movie. No, it's a movie with uh, McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey. I've never seen anything with him. From the 80s. Hang on a second. Sarah! Get in here a second. I, no, I know. You don't have to tell me what it's about. Why? Explain to the people. Come on this side. Explain to the people why me not seeing Can't Buy Me Love is such a big deal. Why is this such a seminal movie? This guy is a heartthrob? <laughs> he doesn't believe Patrick Dem- Did you know when he you was, he was sorry. Uh was did you find him attractive in the eighties? Young Patrick Dempsey? I don't think so, because he's a nerd in the movie. He's not Okay. He has he has grown into himself. Certainly, mm. he looks but then much she, better like, now. Falls for the nerd. That's why. I mean, that's why. That's I why because it's a, a story about bad. someone falling for the nerd. Yes. <laughs> why is it attractive? I, I just put this together. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm putting this all together right now. So the reason you think it's amazing that I haven't seen this movie is because in the story we have you a lonely, pathetic jumping. nerd and the attractive woman. Instead oh of choosing all of the other men that she could have chosen, becomes attracted to the pathetic nerd. He's, and you, for some I reason, find pathetic. some sort of connection with this movie, right? You find it to somehow echo something, a part of your life in some sort of way, is what you're saying. I'm just saying I'm shocked that you haven't seen it. 
Oh, sure. Oh, you're going to leave it at that? Okay. I'm leave it at that. Oh, okay. But you also haven't seen Goonies, so... Wow, we had just gotten off of that. Hang on, this movie has a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, it gets worse. 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Can't buy me, what? No, Goonies. Of course, can't buy me love. Oh, I mean, it didn't say it was really good. Oh, Jesus. What 80s films are? All of them. Star Wars? Return of the Jedi. Indiana Jones. Empire. Arguably the best science fiction Empire movie of all time. Genre. Batman. Batman. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> Joe versus the volcano. Joe versus the volcano. The money pit. The money pit. <laughs> Blues Brothers. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, goddammit. <laughs> Our entire house is built on this. <laughs> it is not in the same genre of films. Yet we should specify a genre. The Breakfast Club is in the same genre. Any John Hughes movie. <laughs> All of the John Hughes movies. Christmas Vacation. That might have been the 90s. I'm not sure. But the other Vacation, which I think might have been in the 70s, but it's close enough to the 80s. So, when's the divorce going through? I don't know. I gotta call somebody. <laughs> I've never heard of this film. But kudos to Patrick Dempsey for l- turning... For becoming attractive? Yeah, he literally went from... Like, what's he what's he look like? He went from like a slightly uglier version of Tom Hanks, who was not unattractive. Yeah, I think he was. That's kind of what his career was. I think he was like a. But he turned from that into Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He's a good looking dude. That's why that's why they call him Mick Dreamy. Yeah. Also, because that's what they called him on the show. So, yes, that's right. your favorite show. Do you have any real ones? I got more. I got more. Relax. All right. Calm down. So far, you've only listed one. Three. I've listed three. No, you have we not. We had Goonies. We had Blues Brothers. And Blues we had, Brothers doesn't count. Okay, and neither Goonies does, and, and Can't Buy Me Love. That's And two. neither does Yesterday or I Want to Hold Your Hand or whatever that movie's called. Yesterday is a good movie. Anyway, not the point. Oh, yeah. That looked good. I haven't seen that one. Should I add that to my list? Yesterday's the. No. No, no one saw Yesterday. Yeah. Not very successful. No. It looked very good, though. Speaking of John Hughes, actually, I can't, okay, I'm going to confess this. I don't know what movie I'm talking about here. I've either not seen Pretty in Pink or I have not seen Sixteen, 16 Candles. Candles. I get the mixed up as sure well. But I'm not sure which one. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I saw the one. What does? Which is the one that ends with them with a birth, birthday cake and them sitting on a dinner table? Sixteen I, Candles. That's Sixteen Candles. Yeah, right? it's about her birthday. I've seen 16 oh, candles. Sense. I just put that together yeah. now. Yeah, I see how that comes together. Is there 16 <laughs> candles on the cake? Yeah, that makes sense now. Actually, should have really. Uh, <laughs> if I had given that more than one thought, I would have put that together. <laughs> then I've seen 16 candles. Say anything. Sorry, I just thought of another one from the 80s. That's good. Oh, yeah, that's a good so one. I have seen 16 candles. I don't think I've seen Pretty in Pink. Okay. Or if I have, I've forgotten it. Pretty in Pink but is I, excellent. Little racist, but you know. They all are. Oh, right. Because of the Asian kid, yeah. right? Yeah. That, wait, that's not in 16 Candles? I don't remember. <laughs> I thought it See, was pretty This is what I'm pink. saying. This is what I'm saying. I've seen one of the two. I remember his name, and I'm hesitant to say it because Here's it's Here's my theory. Uh, I think everyone name. has either seen 16 Candles or Pretty in Pink, but no one on the earth has seen both of them. And no one can remember which one they've seen, so they everybody. Oh, says. that one is sixteen candles. What with the Asian kid? Yeah, yeah. Long duck dong or whatever. Is it, is I it, is literally right? just said yes. I literally just said I I know his name, but I don't want to say it because it's so racist. 
I honestly just said it because I couldn't remember what it was and I had to <laughs> Well, verify. you did. You got Joe Rogan syndrome. Okay. So I'm going to start calling it when people accidentally are racist. Here's one you're going to bump on that I have never seen because you're going to be shocked because you love this movie. Weekend at Bernie's 2. No, that's not true. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> what, a, what a callback. God damn it, Chris. <laughs> okay. I've got two more. Ready? You know who loves that movie, though, is Joe Rogan. Oh, he does. But oh, continue. <laughs> I have the stars of Weekend at Bernie's 2 on his podcast for a reunion. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a quick, this next one's a quick one, because we actually kind of talked about this already on the last episode. I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie, all right? Not a frame of one Fast and Furious movie, not a single one. Tokyo Drift, not a second. Fast 8, Furious 8, whatever the hell it is, not a, I If we assign each other movies based on these, I'm going to assign you all of the Fast and the Furious films. Honest to God, if you do that, I might. Just do it. <laughs> like, I be, why? Because I don't know. The Olympics are on and I've got a death wish. Just scotch tape your eyes open. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever seen a Clockwork Orange? I have. I have seen it. Do, oh, here's the thing. Friend of the podcast, Eric Scottolotti. It is his favorite movie. Oh, yikes. Yeah. He's a <laughs> fucked up individual. That's terrifying. I know. Right. He's such a nice guy. But apparently in the closet, he's a serial killer or something. Because that is a is it like crazy movie? Yeah. What is the what is the I'd, I'd love to interview him about it. What is the basis for it being your favorite movie? Because, yeah, there is a way to look at it as like a an element of history about things that you should not do. I'm going to text him and see if he actually answers me in the time of this podcast. Just ask him, what do you like about a clockwork orange in six words or less? Can I just can I say why is a Clockwork Orange, your favorite movie of all time? Sure, yeah. Why? You could also ask him why Weekend at Bernie's 2 is his favorite movie. <laughs> Just see what he says. He's going to write back like, it's not. I never said that. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to, and then I'm going to have to make something up. All right. Yeah. This is the last one. I saved this one for last. This is a big one. What? Don't you? You said you have like 12 more, right? Because I don't like any of these. No. Well, I said I said I could have like 18, but really because the Fast and Furious movies have nine of them in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> None of these are any good. We're going to go through a list and I'm going to list them out and you're going to stop me. But I, what, what's your last one? All right. But this is a big one. This might be this might be the one. Are you ready? I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And you were worried about Goonies? I know. I know. I told you I saved a big one for last. <sighs> I've never... I'm saying this out the... Oh, this feels... This is so big it feels almost cathartic. I have never seen the Lord of the, the Rings trilogy. You can't even say it correctly. I know, because I'm so scared to say it out loud and put it on the internet because of the vitriol I'm about to get. That's one I'd like to. We need to get drunk and have if you watch the whole extended edition trilogy. Please finish that sentence. Don't say get drunk and have and then don't finish the sentence. Sex. Okay, thank you. Sure. <laughs> <Right, sir. laughs> well, now that, that tension has been broken, everyone. <laughs> and have a marathon where we watch cuz I've done that a few times. Oh, of watching of, the movie. Yes. Oh, Again, you you're just leaving things dangling, much like myself. <laughs> Oh my god! In this situation, yep. yeah, man, we need to. Watch, I've done it a few times. Where we we watch the uh, extended edition. You mar- you shotgun the the extended edition. Can you shotgun the the extended edition? You have to, or you'll never get through it. <laughs> this is the thing. Okay, here's the. Okay, it's twelve hours. Can I try and justify myself? Sure. I was trying to read my way through the books when the first movie came out. Mistake. And then I kept getting 
sidetracked and have never finished the books either. I've gotten to Return of the King. I've gotten, I've read The Hobbit, maybe. I was just going to say, too, doesn't Return of the King hold the record for the most Oscars won by a film? Possibly. Yeah. Maybe it has, Andrew. I wouldn't know, because I try and steer clear of Because you've also never seen the Oscars. And I've never seen the Oscars <laughs> as well. Um, in fact, I avoided the Oscars, so I wouldn't see a clip of Return of the King. <laughs> I you want to hear something super fucked up? What's that? I mean, so, sorry, something that's going to make you feel even more fucked up. What's that? I sing a song from Return of the King to my son almost every day. Well, now I just feel bad. Yeah, you should. It's his favorite song. Now he's going to sing it to me and I'm not going to know what he's talking about. You want to hear something else that's fucked up? Yes. Melinda hates those movies. <laughs> she's seen them. Yeah, it's true. She has. Yeah, she has. She's able to have an opinion. Can't even have an opinion. They're fantastic. I know they're fantastic. You don't have to tell me they're fantastic. I know that they're fantastic. I think I do because you haven't seen them. Oh, <laughs> how would you know? I don't. I've just heard so much things about how so many things about how they're fantastic. I've heard so much about how they're so great, but I've never seen it. And I keep starting the books so that I could give myself permission to watch the movies because I don't want to know how the books end because I started the books so long ago. And then I never finish the books because they're a thousand pages long if they're a day and I can't ever get through it. And then I don't get through it. Then I feel bad for not finishing the books. And I'm like, well, maybe I should just watch the movies or at least the first two because I've watched I've read the first two books. But then I don't do that. I'm not happy with your list. I don't like this list. I don't like my list either. No, I actually am fine with my list. Because like Lord of the Rings has to be its own episode then, surely. Like Batman versus Superman. Like I can't just watch Batman versus Superman and then we talk about it for five minutes and move on. I mean, possibly. No. It's not possible on my end. All right. So what do you what do you want to rattle off some movies towards me? You want to you to turn your list around like a mirror and show it to me and see what happens? Is that what you're trying to do? Who are, what are you texting? Who are you texting? Are you texting me right now? <laughs> I'm looking up the 100 most popular films of all time. Yeah. Spoiler alert. The Lord of the Rings are going to be like right close at to the, the top. top. So <laughs> we're going to get nowhere on this list. The problem with this list is you're going to name a lot of movies and we say I've seen all of these. And then at the end, you're going to go, but you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. <laughs> OK, but what about Kurosawa films? Never seen Kurosawa films. Any of them? No. See, that's a big one for me. I know. I know. Bonnie and Clyde. Nope. What the fuck? Did you? you did no research for this. What, do you mean? what research? I've You've seen Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Seen Reservoir Airplane. Dogs. Airplane. Yes. Dr. Zhivago. No. Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Several times. Close Encounters. Yeah. yeah I've seen that a bunch. Yeah, that's a good one. Up. I'm sure you've seen that one. Don't assume anything. I haven't seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You can't assume anything anymore. Rocky. I've seen all the Rockies. Lord of the Rings. Fuck you. Seven. Seen seven. Amadeus. No, I've never seen Amadeus. See, that's a great movie. I know it is. I know. On the Waterfront? Seen it. The Holy Grail, certainly. Wait, what? The Holy Grail, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, okay. It was like... The Holy Grail of movies, you know, Lord of the Rings. No, I thought... <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I walked right into it. Walked right into that one. You said Holy Grail, and I, my mind immediately went to Indiana Jones. Oh, and yeah. I was like, that's not what that movie's Have called. You, you've seen that one, though, right? All three Indiana Jones? Yes. Yes. Amelia? Have you ever seen Amelia? No. 
Never seen. No one has seen Amelia. All right. Here's the, this is what I'm saying. Everyone has seen either 16 Candles or Pretty in Pink, but never the both of them. And no one has ever seen Amelia, but they all just own the DVD. <laughs> I own the DVD. Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. I love Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I got to see it when it came back to theaters. I saw it maybe like six or seven years ago. What about Jaws? You've seen that, right? Of course. Goodwill Hunting. I shouldn't say of course. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I know. You haven't seen Lord of the Rings. You're never allowed to say this that about all, anything. This is for the next like year. This is going to be the out for you whenever we get into some sort of <laughs> argument. You're just going to bring up the fact that I haven't. It's going to be like the little like sucker punch like right in the gut. You're going to be like, Andrew, you can't say the N-word when we're recording. And I'm going to be like, you've never seen the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You can just mutter it. And you'll just be like, you've never seen Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, ooh. Big Lebowski, Jurassic Park. Seen and seen Singing it. in the rain. No, I have. What's weird is I this actually in the process of, of uh, making this list. I told Sarah that she's a big fan of the musicals. And I was like, I've never seen Singing in the Rain. And she's like, what? What about Sound of Music? Yes, that I've seen. Goodfellas, Annie Hall. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Eric Scottolotti said uh, it's not anymore. But when I was like 19, boy, oh boy. <laughs> Did I masturbate to that? <laughs> Um, as an adult, I came to realize it's pretty problematic. <laughs> as an adult, it was when he was 19. You know, not an adult. Have you seen Goodfellas? No, I don't think I've seen. I've seen most of it, but it's, I've like come in and out of it. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched all of it. That's a big that one for big me. One. That's a huge I know, one. That's a big one. Like that to me is like way better than The Godfather or anything like that. Um, have you seen? We're almost at the end. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yes, I have seen. Pulp You've seen Fiction. Shawshank? Yes. I love that movie. Citizen, I don't care about Citizen Kane, The Wizard of Oz. Seen it. And The Godfather. Seen it. See, that's what okay, I mean. So there's All a those, bunch in here, though. There was there was some in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems very adamant to say that it's not his favorite movie. Although, in the tone he's putting in this text, it feels like he's trying to tell me with a wink that it is his favorite movie. Yeah, you know who would say that Clockwork Orange isn't their favorite movie? Who? Someone who's afraid to get canceled, mm. even though it's their favorite movie. Well, you may not want to listen to the <laughs> next episode. Also, congrats. On what? You made the episode. <laughs> See, the Goodfellas, Goodfellas is a big one. That is a big one. That is a big one. All right. So there, Internet. We're not perfect. It's really what this is coming down to. That's that's it. I've never seen The Lord of the Rings and other movies. And Andrew hasn't seen something that he said. But let's be honest, we're not getting over the Lord of the Rings thing. That's incredible. I know. I know. I know. Everyone, I want to be the first to assure you that it's not a big deal that lots of people haven't seen Can't Buy Me Love. (laughs) But on the plus side, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. But on the plus side, unlike some people, A Clockwork Orange is not my favorite movie. Yeah. So... There's that. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta take the op. You gotta judge those options. You've seen you Eternal Sunshine, out. right? Yeah, I've seen that. All right, that was a that was a fun exercise in making me feel bad. Do you want to move on to the reading assignment? Let's do it. Let's do the reading assignment. So, Chris, reading assignment. I don't know why that becomes the theme. I don't like it. It just comes out every time. I gave you, Chris. Beta Ray Bill, Argent Star. Ah, yes, you did. All right, so Beta Ray Bill, Argent Star. Uh, this is a five-issue series. I think Beta Ray Bill is going to be an ongoing series. I think this is the first like five-issue run of this series. But it's a five-issue arc, I should say, that's been going on actually right now. It's got Beta Ray Bill and the end. That's the episode. You know what I think is something... 
to assume about Beta Ray Bill? What's that? That he has seen Lord of the Rings. You are such a little asshole. Watch Lord of the Rings, and then I will be able to say shit like that. Well, I don't have 12 hours to spare anymore. That can't be true. Well, 12 hours in a row. <laughs> Which is, I assume, how I'm supposed to watch these. You should things. watch it all on TikTok, just like in sections, in just one in minute like sections. Just like 15 second chunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll take me 12 years. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill, Argent Star, is a five issue series that just wrapped up not too long ago, actually. Yeah, last year. Last, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah the last that, year. So, like two months ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Last year. Look at you being old. Ooh, look at me. I have a calendar. It's the middle of Ooh. February. Not to me, it's not. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I don't know what that means. Anyway, what am I saying? Basically, in it, Beta Ray Bill goes on the hunt for a big old sword that's going to make him be able to change into a pretty person. That's that's really the plot line. Would you like me to give you some background about like what Beta Ray Bill... Would you like his whole thing about yeah, who he is and stuff? The reason you gave this to me is because... I don't know a whole lot about Beta Ray Bill and you were yeah. looking for a good storyline. And I hadn't him. read this yet either. Yeah. I literally, I Googled cause I'm always looking for new stuff to read. I Googled right. like what were the best comics of 2021. Ooh. And one of the things that came up was Beta Ray Bill, Argent Star. And I was like, Oh, I want to give this a read. And I hadn't, I'd read the first issue when I assigned it to you. I thought it was right. kind of interesting. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill is this guy way, way back when Thor is like flying around in space and he comes across this, uh, this ship just floating around and he goes on it and on it is this giant jacked horseman. <laughs> and he, he's like, you're intruding on my ship, and he's like, I'm going to kill you, and he tries to kill Thor, and they have this big fight, and eventually the hammer goes flying in another direction, and Thor gets the better of Beta Ray Bill, he knocks him down, and Beta Ray Bill, it looks like, is at, his, at the end, and Thor's about to kill him, and in a last-ditch effort, as a Hail Mary, he sees Thor's weapon Mjolnir across the room, and he's like, I haven't lost yet, he runs over to pick it up, and lifts it into the air, and beats the ever-living shit out of Thor with it, and then uh, Thor gets away eventually with his hammer. But he's like, oh, this is actually like a good person, I guess. Come to find out, Beta Ray Bill was this guy, he uh, part of the Corbinites, who uh, their world was under uh, duress. There was like, uh, he didn't know who it was for a long time, but something big was coming to kill all of them. For a while, he thought it was Galactus. And so they found a new technology to where they wanted to have like this big bodyguard, planet guard for them. So they built this being, this cybernetic machine that was like super powerful but they wanted to put a real person in it uh, something that could like make decisions and be able to think critically so they had tryouts with the best of their people and most of them died or went insane but this one little guy this one like dark horse no pun intended ended up getting into the body of the beta ray which is this cybernetic being right and he became beta ray bill the protector of the Corbinites. And that's sort of his whole thing. There's actually a comic run I almost assigned to you where he very nearly kills Galactus. Uh, oh, and that's really? a very, yeah, he goes Ooh. hunting for the guy who's responsible for uh, for the destruction of his planet, and he finds Galactus, and they duke it out, and it's very interesting. That's that's very cool. I'd be interested in reading that. Oh, and one last thing, too, before, like, right before Argent Star, Thor becomes a herald of Galactus. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's... He's helping out Galactus. Beta Ray Bill obviously uh, takes some reservation in that. Right. Uh, is reservation the thing where you bump on it, or is that good? Has some reservations. He has some reservations about it. Yes. And they get into a big fight where 
uh, his weapon, Stormbreaker, which allows him to transform back into his old self or back and forth as he needs. And uh, he has that. Thor has Mjolnir. They both drop their weapons. Beta Ray Bill picks up Mjolnir and goes to fight Thor with it. Thor picks up Stormbreaker and it goes to fight Beta Ray Bill. And as he slams it over Beta Ray Bill, Beta Ray Bill blocks it with Mjolnir and Stormbreaker shatters into a thousand pieces. Yeah, that was the one detail, uh, the kind of like expositional detail that you don't like really know going into. I mean, there's a little bit more going into this storyline that you don't really know, but that you have to like really kind of pick up on. I mean, he says it several times, but for the most part, the nice thing about this is as kind of an introduction to this character, this is actually a good storyline to, to start on because it's, it's first of all, it's pretty contained as far as, you know, it's issue one ends at issue five. And if you stopped reading from there, like this could be a mini series, you know what I mean? If you stop reading from there, that, that it's, it's not left on a cliffhanger necessarily. Basically, Beta Ray Bill, because of the Stormbreaker thing, that's and that's what I mean. It's the only thing from the exposition that you kind of almost have to know going into it because it does play a big part of the story of his motivation for what he's doing because he no longer has has Stormbreaker to to change out of his horse face self into his normal appearance. He feels kind of like ostracized, basically. Yeah. I mean, there are other reasons that yeah. go into it. The most it, important but... thing to know is what they show you, which is that he's just constantly shit on over and over again. <laughs> yeah. The most important thing is that he wants to look normal because he can't get laid. <laughs> and because of that, I understood where this character was coming from. <laughs> it's a very relatable character for podcasters. It is. It is. I really like this. I first of all, I it's quick. I think yeah. I read this in like maybe half an hour, like yeah. all five issues. You just breeze right through this. But it's a great story. It's a great character. It's the idea of constantly feeling underappreciated or second best. And it's because of no fault of your own. And I would argue on top of that, because you did the right thing. Yes, yeah. Like he he sacrificed his old body so he could become this protector. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he's just been shit on for it over and over again. Exactly. So, I mean, the story opens up with him in a great battle with a huge army, an army of Asgardians, and he's leading them. And then all of a sudden Thor shows up and just saves the day. And of course, everyone loves Thor. And so and it just kind of spirals from there of people just kind of showing he's always second best in every sort of way, whether it's next to Thor or Lady Sif and he are about to get it on. And they, she's like, and now you're going to change back to your normal looking self. And he's like, I can't. And she's like, right. And that was kind of like the last straw for him. And he goes on the hunt for Odin, who uh, built Stormbreaker to build him another Stormbreaker so that he can ch- change back. And Odin's like, can't do it, but you could go find this other thing as well. And he goes on the hunt for the other thing. It is, it's funny, which is nice. There are times when it's really kind of humorous and lighthearted, but it's also touching and it's sweet. And it's, while it has a lot of action to it, all of it is rooted in a very kind of sweet and sensitive cause. And that is simply the feeling of like wanting to belong. And and what do you need to feel also just your best self. You know what I mean? To come into yourself and feel comfortable with yourself. Like what does that take? And what lengths would you go to, to get to that point? 
I did notice something. It's a fun little Easter egg that I noticed. And you're a smart guy, so you probably picked up on this too. But I'm going to I'm going to be the one to share it this time in the first issue. Well, and it comes back around in the last issue, but in the first issue, especially Beta Ray Bill is watching Hook in the background. And it's really referencing the character of Rufio, who is the kid who takes over for Peter Pan and uh, in charge of the Lost Boys after Peter, but is always having to compete with always filling in and living up to Peter's legacy until Peter returns until Peter returns and then Peter gets all the glory. You know, it's funny. I saw that yeah. and I had a completely different take from the reason I thought they chose that film. Really? Yeah. Which was that it was about trying to remain yourself. Mm-hmm. And Peter has grown into an adult. It's about people who never change. But Peter has lost his old self right. and turned into a boring adult. And then he wants to be that old self again, and he has difficulty trying to unlock it. Right. In the same way Beta Ray Bill wants to be his old self. Right, exactly. Which is why I think at the end, this doesn't, well, I'll just say it just in case, spoilers for Beta Ray Bill. I think why in the end they finish with not a Rufio quote, but a a Peter quote, or a Peter moment, I should say, because he is kind of coming to the end. I also found an interesting, for me, the ending especially like the right at the last page is a little not cliffhanger, but a little question mark because it's him looking at his reflection and he's in his normal self, but he's viewing his beta Ray bill form, but it doesn't really indicate which way is that him regretful that he no longer looks like beta is his beta Ray bill form or is it him kind of thankful that he's this way and putting that person behind him. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I, mean? I, I Yeah, I thought of it as like him realizing that it, none of this actually matters. Right. Like he that's did all I'm this, saying. he put his friends at risk and he changed the way he looks on the outside, but he will always Inside, be, he Beta, is Beta Ray, Ray Bill. Bill. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that is it him coming to full realization of now I feel better about myself? Right. Or is this going well this was just remorse right exactly i i can never really escape who i truly am right which i i really liked this is also a good introduction to the character which i know is what kind of what you were assigning this for and it is a good introduction you don't need to again i went into this knowing very very little about beta ray bill and you don't really need to it's a it's a story about a character who feels second best and once you go from there that's pretty much it that's all you got to know. Uh, you can pick up the details along the way. This was a really good introduction to the character because it also gets to kind of the core of the character. I don't need to know his abilities or you get a little bit of his past. You get his origin story a little bit in here, too, which is nice. But I don't more than knowing his power set, like knowing who he is at the core of his character is more important to me. And I'm like, by the end of this, I was like, I know exactly who this guy is. To add on to that, an additional reason that this is a good introduction is because virtually all the characters, all of the important characters, all the characters who are significant to the plot and moving the story forward are characters that we've seen in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we've seen Pip now. Mm-hmm. Who, what's the name of the other guy that's with him? Scourge, Scourge is it Guardians? Oh, Chris. No, Scourge is what? Where's he's, Scourge? Um, he's, uh, if you say he's in the Lord of the Rings, I swear to God. <laughs> he is in the Lord of the Rings. God damn it. He's Carl Urban in Ragnarok. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's totally in Lord of the Rings. God. <laughs> he's the guy. These, this is my stuff. 
you know, That's with all right. the guns. I forgot. I haven't seen Ragnarok in a while. Yeah, well, actually. and that might be as well. The um, again, spoilers, but I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Surter, the main like fire demon, right. is the opening scene of Ragnarok when he's hanging from the chains. Oh, right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. So almost all the characters in this, like Lady Sif and Thor, the only one I think, like other than Beta Ray Bill, which makes it a great introduction for him because you have all these other characters coming. The only one I, uh, other one I think we haven't seen it is uh, Fin Fang Foom. No, we haven't. And obviously Scuttlebutt. And yeah, we haven't seen Scuttlebutt, which I love. It's a great name. Yeah. Also, if you notice, <laughs> they give it like a big x-ray of that ship. Did you notice there's other people on that ship? I did. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I know. Because they also were like, there's someone. Because I think right before that, they're like, there's someone else on the ship. And he the says, ship. well, we should be alone or something. And then they show the whole thing. Right. And then it pulls back and it's, there's a bunch of people on there. Yeah. And I was like, I was like what, the artist just this? fucking around now? I think it's the artist just screwing around. Maybe it could be. Yeah. Cause, but I also was like, is, is some of it him? Because it's really small. So I was like, is it him doing stuff on his way to go to the next room? No, but that's the thing. Because some of them look yeah. different. They look human. So I was like. It's like a highlights for kids thing. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it was so weird. That was a cool shot, though. I did like that. But because I was, I, was, I was looking around, I was like, oh, there is someone else on the ship. Wait, there's like three people. Yeah, overall, I like this. I like this a lot, actually. This is a, I think this is a great introduction to a character that is going to get a lot of play in the near future. I really think they're going to... It's only a matter of time. Everyone's calling for Beta Ray Bill to be introduced into the MCU. And I think this... I think this is a character that would benefit very, very much from being added to the MCU. They haven't done a whole lot with him. His story has been pretty small. Right, but I think an arc like this really helps that this chance because it also gives on the movie side, it gives them something to work with. Uh, you know, they do like to base a lot of their, even if it's just very tangentially, a lot of the MCU stuff on prior material, right? And this is good material to base it on. I would watch this movie. And also if you need a new, like to, to very like blandly put it just like as simply as possible, if Chris Hemsworth wants to do other stuff, right, and you need a new Thor, right, introduce this guy. This guy has a lot of uh, stuff that he can work with. You know, who do you cast as him? Ooh, I mean, it's going to be a CGI thing, so you could cast anybody. I really see. You don't think so? You think you go prosthetic? I don't think. I think the like maybe the face. Okay, but for me, like, I mean, he doesn't look that much bigger than Dwayne Johnson. You know, you could do Dwayne Johnson. Like, you have to change the face, but, like, other than that, he's basically just a really big... He looks like Chris Hemsworth. Right. Actually, okay, I have a crazy idea. Since you... Kevin Hart. Yes. <laughs> I think, because all you have to do is change the face, and you want the body, right? Mm-hmm. Dave Batista. Oh, that's not a bad idea. He'd actually be great for that. I think that. Dave Batista... He would be really good, because it's not like... He's not quippy. You know what I mean? He's kind of like a more sensitive, brooding guy. And that's kind of what Dave Bautista has gotten into as of late. And since you're going to you are going to I think you're going to CGI the face at the very least. If you don't want to CGI a full character, mark up Dave Bautista, see, put the dots on his face so you can CGI a horse face onto him and then uh, have him do it. I think he'd be really good. Yeah, because we've already had. A ton of actors in the MCU play multiple roles. Right, 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 right. But this one you could do where it's like, you know, 
two same same actor two proper MCU movies. Oh, I'm I'm talking about that though, Mich- Michelle Yeoh. No, and- I know there. I know there have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some that are like. You know, in one movie, she was like a tiny sure, little yeah, yeah. cameo. And then the other one, she's a huge one. This one, you could have him two leads in two yeah. different movies in the MCU. I think that that you could absolutely do that. Um, yeah. Nice. I have to give you something. Shit. You do have to give me something. Shit. Okay. Is it Lord of the Rings? I deserve the, all of this. And that's the worst part of all. Of all. <laughs> have you read? Probably not. Batman Year One. You know what? I don't think I have. Okay, great. I don't think I have. Looks old. Looks boring. Yep. No, it's very good. I think. Don't believe you. Well, I have to give it a reread anyway, so maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Cool. Let's do that. All right. Let's do that. So I'll give you Batman Year One. That'll be, I think, just in time almost for the Batman to come out. So that'll be good. Why does no one ever do a Batman like negative one story? Uh, where, like, it's called. He's not born it's yet. It's called Gotham. It's called Pennyworth. There you go. There's two right there. Yeah. Aren't they doing another one, too? <laughs> aren't they coming out with another one? It's called Krypton. All right, so uh, that's it. We there you it. go. We now did it. We did it. Let's get the fuck out of here because I have to edit this shit. Yeah, you do have to edit this shit. All right, there you go. Uh, yep. Let's see. Oh, actually, no. I'm what? sorry. We what? can't get out of here yet. What? Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? I've never seen Lord of the Rings. I know. Where can they find us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, where you can listen to podcasts about Lord of the Rings. You can find us on Spotify, where you can listen to the music of Lord of the Rings. You can find us on Google Podcasts, where uh, you can listen to me berate Chris for not having seen Lord of the Rings. We're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com, slash the Media Lunch Break, where you can find some commentary about Lord of the Rings. We're also on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can definitely find some tweets about Lord of the Rings. They're hashtag Lord of the Rings. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Lots of good photos of Lord of the Rings on Instagram. Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash the media lunch break where you can go watch your favorite scenes from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> We're on TikTok where there's lots of, you know, if you've ever been on Lord of the Rings talk, you know what I'm talking about. Our handle there is at the media lunch break. We're on Patreon.com slash the media lunch break where you can go and give money to the Lord of the Rings, probably, so they can buy more rings. You can also, because Chris doesn't understand that movie, so that might make sense to him. You can also. Uh, send us an email if you want to tell us about how fucking stupid Chris is for not having seen Lord of the Rings. You can send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com or you can go to our website, www.chrisnevercenlordofthings. What a fucking idiot.com. Oh, that's wrong. Sorry. The media lunch It's our extension website, I believe. That's right. Yeah, I should buy that domain. And buy then have the, a, I think you have to buy the domain now and link it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also give us a rating or reviewing on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, or Lord of the Rings.com. Thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Who has definitely seen Lord of the Rings. I deserve all of this. <laughs> deserve this so much. You know what? You know, fun fact about Lord of the Rings, though. Here's what I will say yeah. about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Not as good as Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, it's no weekend at Bernie's too. And I have an announcement. Yes. We passed 15,000 downloads. Yay! We did it. We couldn't have done it without all of you who are listening right now. The past And me? No, I could have done this without you easy. I but downloaded 14,990 <laughs> times. No, I think that's wrong because I'm pretty sure our biggest fan is Joe Rogan. We love all of you and um, we got 200 listens in the past week. So thank that's you amazing. to everyone. That's awesome. You may think you're a big fan of us, but in all honesty, we're a big fan of you. I'm a bigger fan of us. Oh, I'm sorry, a bigger fan of us. I okay. was a bigger fan of us until I heard that half of us hadn't seen Lord of the Rings. Which half? Our bottom halves. <laughs> oh, oh, I set myself up for that too. 
I don't know why I didn't see that happening. Uh, uh, in the same way you didn't see Lord of the Rings. So that's it. That's all the announcements. If, if uh, Chris, do you have any announcements you want to make about? You, would you I like don't... to issue a formal apology? Anytime. Listen, I never meant to offend anyone by saying Chris hadn't seen Lord of the Rings. I'm not an anti-Lord of the Rings person, but anytime you have to explain that you you're haven't an, seen the Lord of the Rings, you right. Anytime you have to explain that up. you're not, you fucked up. That's right. So. <laughs> Uh, see you were worried about this episode (laughs) yeah as always you know if you if you want to leave a review it really does go a long way you can leave it right in app leave it right there uh you know you could be watching lord of the rings just pick up that phone leave a little review i have have a request this time yes yes oh i i'm sure that you do andrew if you want to leave a five-star review listen if you leave a five-star review you can put anything in the review that you want, including Andrew. Uh, if you could instead, you could give us like a five stars and then in the word part where you type in your review, instead give a review of the Lord of the Rings. Yes. In an attempt to get Chris to, to watch, watch the, the Lord, Lord of the, of the Rings because he clearly yes. doesn't understand how good it is. Yes. So go ahead and you you can put in. Or the Goonies. For, for, all three of them and the Goonies and the Goonies. You could do a side by side comparison of the Lord of the Rings and the Goonies if you oh, want to. Here's an even better idea. OK, leave five stars. And yes, because I know that, Chris, you're going to read all these reviews, right? Oh, I, I go to bed every night. Put the scripts them. in them. Ooh. So that way it will be as though he has yes, seen the movie. I'm, yes. Because he's sure definitely going to read the reviews. That will definitely be the same thing, too. I will, I will <laughs> you feel don't need to watch them. That's how good it is, yeah. That's why no one makes Shakespeare movies anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or does Shakespeare plays. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, uh, there it is. The, and if you have something you'd like us to review. Thank you. I was See, this whole episode. It's I'm the just, one you always forget. I'm just not myself right it's now. It's okay. I know because you're so worried about the pushback we're going to get I, it's from funny. I went. I'm going through a whole cycle. I was so happy that I said it out loud. I got it out. I, like, <laughs> I can see your hives coming in. And now I'm now I'm very nervous yeah. before the next week yeah. to the rest of my life. Yeah. Eric Scottolotti is going to listen to this episode and be like, you were worried about me saying that my favorite movie is Clockwork Orange? Yeah. This is nothing. This is nothing. Also, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> so, uh, what do I usually say? If you say would like point? to, here, Chris, if sit you down. Like take to... a few minutes and go watch Lord of the Rings. If you would Thank like you. us to review something specific, if you're a creator and you have something that you would like us to check out, please send it our way. We have a, a pinned post about it, a tweet on Twitter, where we're always looking for new stuff and new stuff Can to I listen just to. Stop? You're using a lot of alliteration right now. Um, I, I Pinned post and tweet and Twitter and it's all Don't you dare disturb the dysfunctionality of my dystopian dementia. <laughs> right. You really you really nailed that one. Let us know. Send us a tweet. Send us an email. Especially if you're a creator. If you're not a creator, if you just have something that you're like, hey, idiots, how have you missed this? We just did a whole list on things that we haven't seen. We're very clearly not great at, like, putting out our radar to make sure we get everything covered. So let us know if we've missed something. If there's something like more obscure and you want us to watch it and talk about it on the show, we would love to do it because honestly, it's hard as shit to go out and look for new things to read and talk about. Yeah, I agree with you. Chris, you've seen Lord of the Rings now, right? How was it? My gosh. I feel What was your favorite part? Definitely Tom Bombadil. Oh God. They're gonna know. They're gonna know, Chris. Run! Oh no!
Do you want to watch Clockwork Orange together? I really do. That would be great. Got a mad anchoring for it. I would get so hard. If there's a movie to get drunk oh. and watch. <laughs> oh man. 19 years old, that was his favorite movie. That's still a formative year. You know what I mean? That's doing something to the brain. Can we agree on something right now? What's that? We will ask Eric to come over and watch a movie that we have made, and it will just be a series of random images, and we'll play Ode to Joy while it's going. Yes, that's fine. Can we do that? And just pretend like it's totally normal. Yeah, we can do that. What if he comes over and he's like, oh, you got one of these too? And he'll be like, I drove here from Pennsylvania for this. I could have watched it like this at my home. Like I do every night. I can only masturbate so much.